Sutra 13 For others, the higher samadhi could come through faith, vigor, memory, contemplation, or by discernment. As Windhorse and I rode over the earth, something seemed odd and strange. The entire environment and its creatures were said to be created by God, yet all the beliefs, religions, and temples were man-made. From this view, the human man was the most insane species, worshipping an invisible god while destroying a visible nature, unaware that this nature he and she is destroying is the god they're worshipping. As bombs burst around the world, I could not make sense of these terrible wars. What good was this fighting when the rich stayed safe and these attacks rained down upon the oppressed and the poor? Windhorse, you must stop these wars. I cannot stand to see the bombing and fighting it has produced. But once someone disturbs the peace, all hell breaks loose, said Windhorse. Even forgiveness was overwhelmed, as humanity begged for mercy, pity, and compassion. And so the weight of the world hung down over the cat named forgiveness, beyond what any of us could imagine. The humans would beg for God's guidance in their sports. They'd pray to God during their TV shows and games. They'd wager and bet with their money. And they'd beg God for gifts and presents, and it was driving me insane. And if you were to touch spiritual truth, then how would you deal with the old reality? How should we manage our mind if we're surrounded by ignorance, greed, and envy? Everywhere I look, there's another marketing campaign committing theft over my attention. I get bombarded by ads and billboards, and these targeted ads are spying on my phone and listening. Whatever I talk about, well, an ad seemed to appear. Now this wasn't magic like you'd think, but they were interrupting my thought patterns to plant material desires, making it nearly impossible for my mind to stay clear. What had happened to the world? and what was happening to my mind. I opened a new browser on my phone to see what was happening with the war, but these terrible news articles arose on their own, which was not what I searched to find. Rather, these headlines were pinned upon a scroll, and I only accidentally saw what was happening. Women had been raped, children burned alive, and all the wars had gotten maddening. Oh, wind horse, we need to discuss the difficulties of life and death, because this journey is not all love and light. As so many seek peace, joy, and love, the truth is that much of humanity still is interested to wage war, kill, and fight. Oh, where did this problem start, and where does it end? As soon as the first stone was cast, it became difficult for humanity to make amends, said Windhorse. I imagined the children of life, and how they were born with purity and potential. But if a bomb is dropped upon their home, city, or temple, the amount of fear introduced into this poor child's young existence would expedite the trauma to become exponential. And even the people who bomb them pray to an invisible god, destroying human life woven within nature. All of them pray to the masculine version 
asking for help, but have the people forgot the mother of God, and so was it mankind that had forsaken her. Oh, have we gone crazy? Look at the ludicrous nature of the human man, praising Allah in the morning, then carrying out terrorist attacks by beheading civilians and raping women midday? Is this a new or existing sect of Islam, or has it always been this way? Some filthy men claim to have faith, but do they have heart? All of humanity is an emerging reflection of where God's children have fallen apart. But who threw the first stone? Is God's work some sort of extremist resistance? While terrorists hide out in tunnels and store guns in hospitals, they believe in fierce brutality to showcase their radical existence. Oh, these mad men are willing to do anything. They'll invade a peaceful concert and kidnap children, women, and elders. Then they'll tunnel like rats underground, and they'll hide the same way like a pedophile or disgraceful sex offender. And so I try to understand their motive. These tribes wish to go back in time. And so I reflect on where in history they may wish to go. Maybe back to when Christ was crucified, forcing women to wear veils, or burning women at the stake. Now which part of reality is it that the middle world wishes to go back to? Ah, I remember, the one where the human men dominated everyone's fate. Is it that they prefer destruction over peace, as they wish for control that cannot be ignored? How can we heal what has happened? How can we solve these atrocities of war, O wind horse? Nay, we must cut it away with a divine sword, she said. But I hear them crying out, death to America. It is so unfortunate, but that's why we have you, Bairava. We cannot run from who we are. We cannot run from our own fate. We are born to bring us back to the present. O Bairava, lead us to the awakening state. Bairava, that's not my name. Then I watched Windhorse colors change. Her eyes turned red, while blue arose upon her hair and mane. Death comes, not just to America, but death comes to all. O Bairava, I know how heavy it feels, but the tower must fall. Millionaires and billionaires hide out in the middle. They are the ones who plan the attacks while innocent women and children are destroyed. Their bigotry is madness. The faith is lost, and so heaven and earth must be rejoined. It will come as a great shock, something like an earthquake. It will change the earth moving forward, and the past will not as much be forgotten but it will be erased. We are not going back. Rather, we go forward. No more wars. From here on out, the children of life must be supported. These leaders of Earth do not ask questions. Instead, they push the population into oppression. They do not seek the sacredness of life, but they prefer to obliterate our differences with missiles, bullets, bombs, and warlike missions. They want to kill those who oppose us. They refuse to let heaven and earth unite. And if they are possessed by the Lord of Death, see how they kidnap civilians and continue to wage war and fight. What good are these ruthless villains? How much longer will we allow them to have their own breath? They have forsaken God, Allah, and Jehovah. And by the nature of truth, they too will face the Lord of Death. But this time when they face him, they will be shocked 
to see they have no sword in hand. Naked in the pit of the damned, they will cry out to God, Allah, and Jehovah when they realize they embody the filth and wickedness of the very worst of the human man. Who then embodies the soul of a spiritual protector? Who embodies a life that isn't focused on selfish control and deadly force? Oh, how that destruction of the Lord of Death will be met by a spiritual army upon the back of Wind Horse. I know hope is running low. So many humans only care about their fame, money, and business. Who then is that righteous seer that observes the true self and obeys the divine witness? But how could it be any one when it is not a single person alone? But rather the seer is within the wind that is flowing through all our bodies and bones. Look for every spirit in this self. Align your body, speech, and mind with the divine. Look for goodness of humanity, and there is the pure potential of our spiritual soul that you will come to find. But to place my future in the hands of another man is like handing a stranger the reins. If I grant you power to maintain thyself, then will you be captain of your own fate? Believe in Christ, bow to the teachings of the Buddha, all praise to Muhammad, and God's grace is with Chango Macho of the Yorba. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Om Namah Shivaya. Let us remember that no individual can save us, but rather the spiritual soul within us all is the true Messiah. But how can I praise the actions of the immoral man? Rather, I praise and honor the potential of our soul. Age after age, the mortal kingdoms rise and fall, but it is the spiritual essence that is always whole. Let us bow to that seer, the one within your own true self. But why worship a single man when the nature of God exists in you and everyone else? Said Windhorse. Windhorse is wild, and her colors grew dark blue while she kicked her hind legs up into the clouds. Thunder rang out while her eyes glowed black and red. And so I wondered, would humanity rise or fall? We must rise, I told her. But the old way will die, said Windhorse. But look at the innocent people and children. We cannot turn our backs. It is a tall task. And look, the army of ignorance is preparing an attack, said Windhorse. Then we must fight back. And how will we fight? O oh, destroyer of death, will you take up a weapon to defend? Or will you kill violently like the rest of all men? O oh, Bhairava, how can you defeat ignorance when it grows out and spreads through the minds of all humans? Asked Windhorse. I do not wish to kill. I have no weapons, bullets, or guns. But rather we must get to the root of this ignorance and understand where this evil stems. You want to get to the root? Asked Windhorse. Oh, there must be a root. There must be a cause where it all started. And so there is. The root can be tracked back through the brokenhearted. In order to succeed, then wickedness must die. Make this journey into a great offering, and there our lower nature will be sacrificed. Said Windhorse. I became humble at once for these were things that could not quite be explained. This wild blue horse gazed into all of eternity, and now I watched a fire glow behind its mane. Upon her back 
was a flaming jewel and treasure, which was like a mirror or flower with scrolls. And I knew its power was beyond measure, but I did not understand, because it could not be known. To you who are brave, my flaming treasure is like an invocation that removes great obstacles. This jewel that is seated upon my back brings the fortune, and this boon can overcome the impossible," said Windhorse. Far in the distance, it was obvious that Earth was being ruled and dominated by unjust armies. The wicked generals all across Earth prepared for a great battle, but all these leaders had lost sight of the spiritual journey. By fighting in opposition, they sought control over eternal command, but this power was not given to any living human man or woman. Rather, this power was reserved for nature. By letting go, we embody all which has come to grow, and this seed of creation is the Bodhi, or the awakening that few men and women have ever known. There were countless soldiers and weapons, bombs of all shapes and sizes, tanks, turrets, and snipers waited for the command, yet the truth was that not one side would end up winning, and so the real victory waited in what this jewel symbolizes. But how does humanity win, when there is so much at risk? If either of these sides unleash their bombs, it could destroy the entire earth and all its inhabitants. Think back to the root. If you cannot grasp the unknown, look into the generations. Who is it that cast the first stone? Said Windhorse. I don't know. You must look. Search into that higher samadhi, and there you will discover what is true. Said Windhorse. Time was irrelevant, since there is no time when we are inward in reflection or meditation. And there I wondered, who was it that cast the first stone? A picture of a terrible beast appeared in my mind, and the Lord of Death was written upon its throne. The Lord of Death, is he the one who started the downfall of man? We must destroy the Lord of Death, said Windhorse. But what is our plan? We'll need a great storm, winds of divine making, a force so powerful that both armies will tremble so badly it makes their hearts begin shaking. After they lay down their weapons, they'll know what is sacred and understand the power of God's making. We will call forth the cloud of Dharma so that the children of life will never again be forsaken, said Windhorse. But how? It begins now, said Windhorse. Another vision came, and I looked down upon the army of wickedness that had been deployed. The wind and rain cried out to all, but she did not speak with a human voice. She showed me her unlimited power, and I waited to see if the wind would get everyone's attention. Four horses came together, one horse to embody each of the four directions. The further we went on, the more I began to understand. It would take total surrender to ride upon wind horse, and it would not be due to the power of a single man. If it was up to one man, surely the situation could be conquered by muscle or strength. Many powerful men had walked this planet, but their impact was not comparable to God's grace. The path of the heart was not about an individual. This journey was into the soul. 
Who could link divinity with humanity? Now that was a courageous goal. But how to link heaven and earth? How could we reunite the lost virtues of man? Surely this was not up to human will, so surely there must be a divine plan. Windhorse galloped from place to place, and there was a message I would not forget. The path was forward, and so we would go forward and not quit. While everyone else seemed to care for their own life, they craved fame, money, and desires. I sat with a jewel upon Windhorse's back, as I was consumed by her unstoppable fire. Even if I had tried to do this on my own, even if I wanted to do it all by myself, Windhorse would burn away my lower nature with catastrophe and disaster, so it did not matter if I was her rider, since this mission was about the benefit and harmony of everyone else. It did not matter much about my body, or what I felt about this matter. Windhorse could trample all of humanity and leave us in pieces, broken or shattered. While many sought protection, they hoarded comfort, pleasure, and security. I knew Windhorse's fire would burn away all impurity, and she could even take everything from me. Time and time again, as I rode upon her, my reality would collapse. I'd observe as I lost all hope, as if I found myself alone with no map. This journey was not about how much I could achieve, or how great I alone could be. It did not matter the success of sport, but rather this was a commitment so that all beings could be freed. And the skeleton key, it was hidden in the Wii. It unlocked how we were in this together, even though the armies of the ignorant grew closer. I began to realize the world was being transformed under great pressure. The entire world was out of my control, but Windhorse stayed neutral in the matter. The great mystical horse watched humanity surge and crumble many times as the people continued to repeat old patterns. Yet Windhorse encouraged the brave and courageous, and so I could see a spiritual army began to rise. This group was secretive in nature, and these were the many passengers in distant lands that were along with the train's great ride. So what is this path? How can any man or woman last? The closer we get to this battle, the more I pray that neither side will attack. No living body will survive life, and that's why you have come to let go and die. Know that your effort isn't for nothing. It matters very much how hard you show up and try, said Windhorse. But if we're bound to die, then what does it matter? It matters for the children of life. Offer up this effort for the benefit of all others said Windhorse. But what's the purpose? What is the method to this madness? How can we protect the children of life and overcome the army of ignorance? So many men want to get better. They want to cultivate their riches to their utmost potential. But I'm afraid I'm looking for a selfless rider. And the only rider who I can trust is the man or woman who surrenders. Let go completely. Are you willing to offer up your security, your career, and your home? Can you dedicate your entire life to me? Do you trust me so much that you'd even let me trample over your body and bones? Give up who you think you are. Let go of what you think you know. In the end, everything dies. 
and yet it's through death that the spirit is able to transcend and grow. The idea here is that we must go to the end, to touch the very bottom and then bring others upon this path. Of course, the individual man would want to become the best, but rather I need someone willing to go so low, so deep, so that everyone can see what's happening. You may think you're doing this alone, but I need someone who is so desperate that you have no choice but to pull our world together. The children of life will reap the reward of my sacred jewel, but only if you are willing to completely surrender. How many athletes would give up their mansions and fame? How many businessmen and women would sacrifice their careers and jobs? How many of us would give up our pets, home, fortune, and everything we worked for in the name of spiritual adoration and love? Whoever desires that his or her heart be given life must sacrifice their soul. So whoever sacrifices the soul with effort gives life to their heart and the lights of vision. This is the highest wisdom, said Windhorse. Thunder rang out. Her red eyes would not fade. The white horse had turned dark blue as the heavens cried down waves of rain. And so a mighty angel proclaimed in a loud voice, Who is worthy to break the seals and open the scroll? But no one in heaven or under the earth could open the scrolls or even look inside. I wept and wept because no one was found who was worthy to open the scrolls or to look inside. Then Windhorse said to me, Do not weep. See the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David, has triumphed. He is able to open the scrolls and the seven seals. I turned back to face the flaming scrolls, and there I saw the scrolls had taken the form of an ancient mirror. The flames had eaten away my lower nature, as the arches of my eyes were left gazing into the essence of the spiritual seer. Then I saw a lamb, looking as if it had been slain, standing before the throne, encircled by four living creatures and the elders. I saw seven horns and seven eyes, which were the seven spirits God sent out into all the earth. With the right hand, Windhorse led us through the fire. Together the scroll was in the right hand of humanity, and so the power of the sacred jewel could resonate forever. Come forth, the one who would drink poison and even lose his own mind. Why, my son, we've been searching for you life after life. Years and years have passed, but the heart's call is not a lost cause. Many people follow the armies of ignorance as they conquer more and more land, editing and rewriting unjust laws. They document rules to control nature, building roads over the wildlife. Oh, man has become so degraded and horrible that they have forgotten to protect the children of life. But you and I? Why, now the end is in sight. Soon you'll take the reins. Then I will make sure justice is brought forth into the final fight. Anyone who fires a bullet, then a bullet will come back to you. Kill another man, and his ancestor will come back for you. There need not be another man-made war, but rather the evil of this world will be trampled by Windhorse. And after I run, the ignorant will submit to my unstoppable force. For I am that mythical horse, 
who rides with the wind and will never die. I give man the ability to uplift and enhance their spiritual fortune, and for ages I have been alone, waiting high in the sky. I am the sacred energy of life, that potential of the soul behind the body and mind. And when I move, Earth listens, all because I am the spiritual source that so few have come to find. The end is coming, and you and I will ride together. For the children of life, praise and honor and glory and power to God the Creator forever and ever, said Wind Horse. And so the dark night of the soul comes just before the revelation. When everything seems lost, the night seems so dark, then comes forth new life, and this new earth will bring the world together into one united nation. For others, the higher samadhi could come through faith, vigor, memory, contemplation, or by discernment, said Wind Horse. What do you mean by this? To reach me and to ride upon my back, there are a set of tests that must be passed. You must have faith and at least courage. You must be strong. And even if you lose your mind or memory, you must not abandon the lessons. Even if you fall back into the worldly confusion, you must rise again and again. Your spirit must climb above the failures, even at the body's expense. And of course there must be contemplation, or samadhi, and you must be able to discern between the real and the unreal," said Wind Horse. And this contemplation of samadhi, how quickly can it arise? To the keen and intent practitioner, samadhi comes very quickly. The time necessary for success further depends on whether the practice is mild, medium, or intense," said Wind Horse. As this chapter of life ends, we must reflect back on how far we've come. And so I rode upon Wind Horse's back while our storm continued to gallop and run. As I gazed down at the army of ignorance, I saw the evil army prepare just beyond the horizon. And so I realized that the journey of the heart is far from done. We may not have much, but we have a wind horse. Forward, Lung Top. You alone carry the winds of the eternal source. How badly do you want to heal our world? Prove it by how much you're willing to sacrifice and risk. Do this for me, and I'll show you real magic," said Windhorse.